Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After. As you probably know, our podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Tuesday. And in that podcast, we break down two shows from the TLC network, past or present, and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos we've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of Happily Ever After and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners every Monday. All right, Kate, (laughs) that is a mouthful, but I like running through it and I like giving it a little bit of an edge each time. I'll emphasize some, I'll, you know, de-accelerate the excitement on some other words there. Punch in, punch out. Your voice work always impresses me and always I, makes me I smile. Mean, I'm, I'm just yeah. waiting for those gigs to come through. Easy money. Um, Kate, now we need a little bit of um, a lay of the land with Happily Ever After. Yeah. I, I'm i going to be honest, I was not looking forward to watching it this week. Yeah. Um, the guy, The guys and gals that we have at the moment, I can't watch Angela. After last week, I can't watch Angela and Michael anymore because of the abuse, which you echoed. Everyone online is saying it's just too much. Yes. I can't do that. The other ones, the Jenny and Samit. Is that, yeah, Jenny and Samit. I, what more do we have to say? We have told them what they need to do to get another series. He needs to move to America. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I kind of already, I was like, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. Right. Um, who are Kim and Usman? It's Soldier Boy. It's just first wife, second wife, first wife, second wife. I, I, so 
there's no one I was looking forward to in this show, Kate. It's like we're stuck on a loop of just the same things being said. And I totally understand what you're saying. It was like, uh, okay, here we go again. I know. I can't. I can't. What? I mean, I really did fast forward a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm back. Oh, guys, if you're hearing weird jumps in this, it's partly due to my poor editing skills, but it's also due to the fact that there was just a big blackout and... Kate, I swear to God, everything went black and I don't go to, oh, there's a power outage, like something's going on in the neighborhood. I go to someone just cut my wires. Oh, okay. (laughs) I go some, um, no, it's usually, it's either ghost killers, ghost killers. I thought somebody's watching me because I'm right near a window. They've cut the power to my house. They're going to come in um, and kill me. So it's so far so good. It doesn't look like, it looks like it was just a power cut, just a power cut. Okay. Oof, guys, I'm so sorry. We are back. We are back. Um, so we were just bemoaning the people on this show. And Kate, I just don't feel excited. I don't throw a thrill like I usually would with 90 Day. I think the whole casting department went on vacation when they should have been really putting their heads together on casting this season. And then they all came back from vacay and they were like, uh, just pull back the old same people. I agree. I think they've got too big for their boots. And I think they think that 90 day is just we can get anyone and it will carry on. No, no, no. We need a refresh. They need to go over and have an internship with a casting from 90 Day Fiance UK. They need to learn, relearn the skills of who who they should be hiring for reality television. Come back fresh. Kate, we never need to see Summit and Jenny again. We no. don't need to see Libby and Andre. We definitely don't need to see Bilal, Bilal, whatever his name is, Michael and Angela. I only want to watch Michael if he's on The Single Life. That's it. We're done. We're done, Kate. I know. I'm trying to think if there's a single couple that I'm really intrigued about what's going on. Uh, I can answer that. There isn't. Because they're all, we know exactly what's going on with them. Jovi and Yara, I'm sorry, I don't really care about them either. They're not interesting. He's horrible. He gets more annoying. Yep. Having said that, guys, we are bringing you a show to review these people. So, Kate, this week we saw Jovi and Yara. We saw yep. Michael and Angela. We saw Kim and Soja Boy. We saw Samit and Jenny, Libby and Andre, and Bilal and Shay. Is it Shaida or Shida? It's Shida. Well, it's neither of those. It's Shida. Okay. <laughs> That's how much I've watched them so much. I still can't even get her name right. Well, it's confusing because the ex-wife is Shahida. Mm. I believe I'm saying that right. Sorry if I'm wrong. And this is Shida. So Trust me, you don't need to apologize to any of these people. <laughs> um, Let's start with them. Yeah. Kate, talk us through what a piece of shit Bilal was this week. So in another attempt to distract her from getting pregnant and wanting to get her yoga business set up, he decides to take her to New York, the city that never sleeps. And New York City. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little shout out to uh, what we do in the shadows, everyone. What we do in the shadows. Matt Berry, genius. New York City. (laughs) Carry on. Oh. Um, you know, he has to belittle everything she says. She's like, oh, it's the fashion capital of the world. Is that all you know about New York? And then all he knows about New York is the city that never sleeps. So right away, I was like, great, he's still an asshole. So they get to New York and they're having the the episode centers around this dinner that they're having with her best friend, Utris. Utris? Yes. And Utris is not 
having it. She dives right in with the, she was a great supporting character. Um, Very happy. She, she asked the questions and stood up to him the way that we would want to, if we were there. And I appreciated that. Absolutely. Utris came in and she was, um, she was from London. Oi, oi. <laughs> um, and this is what it takes sometimes. It takes an English woman to come in and tell these guys what it is. And it, so they meet her and she, she, I, I can't pronounce her name. She comes, um, she's like, I'm so excited to see my best friend. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. And then this woman comes in, this gorgeous woman. And already, I think she'd definitely be prepped by production, who evidently hate Bilal as well. Yeah. And are like, remember, you know, it reminded me of like, if you ever grew up watching Jerry Springer and when you did like, they did a behind the scenes of Jerry Springer and the producers in the wings would be like, okay, or PAs or whoever it was, remember, you really want to go out there angry because remember what they said to you and remember, so they rile them up, rile them up. And you know, the exact same thing happened with Utress. Oh, they showed her the footage from the season that just yes. aired and they were like, yes. remember, <laughs> yes, remember this. Yeah, you get him. You remember, get him. remember that he brought her to that house that wasn't even his. <gasps> remember yeah. the, the, the they fight were... in the car. Yeah. They were stirring the pot so well. So she comes in hot and meets him and is already, by the way, can we talk about his suit? Now, here's the thing, okay, with Bilal. He, I realized in this episode that it was, I guess it was really, really cemented for me that A, this guy thinks he's so much smarter than he is. B, he is someone that has got a little bit of money now but doesn't know how and tr- attempts to act like somebody who's had money and wealth their whole life. And it's really embarrassing. So he thinks the way to do that is to wear like three piece suits everywhere and they're terrible designs and cheap material. That's all I'm going to say. So it, he, it's so embarrassing how he's trying to have this status in life as opposed to just being like, Oh, I didn't really come from a lot and I made a load of money and it's really awesome. And I've worked super hard. Instead, he, he has this air about him that he's better than everybody else. He's smarter. And um, I got news for you. You can't dress and you're not actually that smart. So he wears this terrible suit and he um, goes to meet her. And already, you know, their conversation is so surface level, those two. And I understand they're on a TV show and you're guarded when you're not used to cameras. They're not actors. I mean, if Kate and I were on TV, we're naturals. We know what we're doing. We know how to behave. I could just slip into the character so in and easily. Out. You, wouldn't in even and out. Rec- you wouldn't recognize me. Yeah. We're, just, we're just professionals that, yeah. that way. Yeah. Uh, check out our IMDb's or don't um so we see so they are a little bit awkward i understand being awkward on camera because they're not actors whatever but their conversation is not only unbelievably boring but it's that of like two strangers like what are the you know when you ever when sometimes you meet a couple and you just go what do they talk about you know on a sunday night in front of the tv what are those two talking about i don't see anything in common i don't see any real affection for each other and it's just so surface level. So he meets her and he's like, she's like, oh, I've heard a lot about you. And he's like, oh, oh and he uses just these, oh, these phrases all the time. He's like, yo, all good, all good things, I hope. And she's like, uh, not really. And then they sit down and you see she's getting visibly worked up. And you mm-hmm. know, Jeff, the PA's been in and being like, remember, remember, if you want to, do you want this dinner for free? You better bring something to this show. 
So essentially she starts going in on him just about um she she go she addresses it by I want a one-on-one time with you. And he starts protesting that you kind of agree with of like, well, you know, it's I I don't know about a one-on-one. I'm obviously not going to discuss personal details between me and my wife necessarily with you. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't back down. And then she starts making good points about, well, I don't know who you are. And I've been hearing a lot of stuff. And you can see he is not used to a woman speaking to him in an authoritative manner at all. No, he's not. And Shida's just sitting there, just watching it all, not really saying much. But she angers me because she's just like so uncomfortable because she knows that's how she should behave in life and behave towards him. But all she is is laser focused on a baby. She doesn't care really who it is. She just wants a baby. She's with the man that is not going to give her a baby. I mean, it's just the whole situation is ridiculous. I think she must talk with Utris about all of this on the phone. She like goes on a walk to get away from Bilal and they have these conversations about how he's such a jerk and he's not doing this. He's not doing that. Absolutely. And then, but she doesn't feel she can actually say that to Bilal. So it's a classic 90 day thing where they're like, you bring all this stuff up. Exactly. So she's doing it. And what I realized he does is he's so shaken, Kate. You can physically see him seething. Like underneath, he is seething. And she says something like, "Uh, would you be comfortable with that as having a one-on-one chat? And this is when he thinks he's so, so smart because he's probably read like a dummy's guide to psychology 101. And instead he goes, is that something you'd be comfortable with, Utrus? And it's like, well, she just asked you the question. So yeah, this is it. it reminded me of that scene in the office with Michael Scott, like practicing, um, practicing ways to ask for a raise. I mean, he's just he's just he's so inept at dealing with people. And he has a level of anger, that guy around women that is so dark. You see it in him, right? You see his body. He like cleanses. He, at one point, I thought it was even shaking and his lower jaw is like he's staring her down. And she says, you seem tense. Mm. And he says, trust me, you have not seen tense there we go. at there we go. all. And it's like, there oh, we we're not really meaning the word tense. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's just there we code go. for angry. What we were seeing there is he lets the 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 veil be lifted a little bit on his true colors because he wanted to lay into this woman and he wanted to be derogatory towards her he wanted to like put her in her place i guarantee you this is what he was thinking but he was very conscious i'm on tv and i think he thinks he's coming across as a good guy i guarantee you this guy thinks he's coming across as a good guy on tv and so especially when he was filming this so when he said that i thought there we go there we go there's the little hint of who you are dude and it is a really unpleasant person he's calling her nosy um and she's called i was just surprised by i mean they were kind of dancing around like you could tell they wanted to say more than they were saying but they also were throwing things out she's like well you're very evasive and Mm -hmm. are you are you just not confident in like talking Ooh. about this? And that Ooh. was the word he latched onto. Ooh. I'm a very, com- I'm a very confident person. I'm a very the lady person. doth protest too much, or should I say, the guy in the shitty suit protests too much because that's what he was doing. He's yeah. so insecure and yeah. he's terrified of women. He's underneath it. He's terrified of women. 
And so he has to find women to be in relationships with that he can temper down. And that's exactly what he's got in this wife. Mm-hmm. And it's only, I mean, this is what his third marriage. This is only, it's only a matter of time until the wife gets fed up and starts standing up for herself. And then she's gone too. It's, he's disgusting. I can't watch him. I can't. She'll be gone. I think she'll have a baby, maybe two if she's lucky. And then, um, you know, get a business going. And I think she'll be gone. You think he's going to give her a baby? I think one. Really? Yep. I I think he's had a vasectomy. Oh. That was I totally think he's had yeah. a vasectomy and hasn't told her. And they just don't get pregnant. I don't know. That's that was my feeling. I mean, she will leave if she finds that out. I mm-hmm. she will have a baby. Mm. She, that is her main goal in life. Well, I mean, that and, you know, having a business. And Hey, do you know how many episodes we have left of this? Because we're on episode 12. <sighs> I mean, there can't be that many, right? Because where are they going to go? There's there's definitely one next week. Okay. Um, I'm yeah, hoping I'm <laughs> I'm hoping that it's the finale next week and then we'll yep. have the tell alls. Um, yeah. And then we can kind of like move on with our lives. So we'll yes. see. Kate and I cannot move on until it's done. But and then Kate and I are gonna be scouring to find our next show. But it can't come soon enough because we see those two and that was kind of it. And it was really not yeah. it was really unpleasant. Yeah. Go ahead, Kate. Well, I, I I just saw my note. Um yeah. when they were showing what's coming up next episode. Yeah. This is where uh Utris kind of lost me a little bit. She's like, Whoa. Well, maybe you just forget to take the birth control pills and i was like oh you no 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 i was on your side you don't do that i was on your side no no can no, no, you no. imagine that doesn't mad. work well Ooh. imagine bilal watching the season and seeing her say that oh god he really yeah. just gives me the shivers that guy i don't i don't like him Mm-mm. um okay so who who next I want to, you know, I want to go to Summit and Jenny just because, you know, Kate, listeners, Kate and I have already said we've made a decree that they cannot be on our on our TV anymore unless it's about them in America. I'll watch that. I'll be happy to watch them if they're in America. But this we see her at the doctors and I think the storyline they're going with now is just, you know, Summit recognizing that she's much older. Yeah, no shit, dude. And, you know, there's difference and she fell off. (laughs) She fell off a ladder or something and like hurt her arm. So they're at the doctors and they've got her daughter and her daughter-in-law arriving. And it's really goes from that and then an interview with Summit saying, well, there is a difference between us and our ages and I'm realizing it now. And then them cleaning the house, Christina and Jen arriving, them being really happy. And then they just talk about his family struggles again. They're, they're, they're bottoming out. There's, these, they either need to end this series next week or I don't know what, Kate. Or someone because... needs to do something drastic and crazy yes. to like yes. reel us back in. I do want to say about her cleaning the house. Mm, sure, 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 <laughs> Whenever sure. Whenever they show Jenny cleaning the house, mm. does it not just look so filthy to you? Oh yeah, it's always filthy. Oh, it's always yeah, yeah, filthy, yeah. and she's just kind of sweeping and moving the dust around. There's... And then there's like grime on the walls. There's sure. like grime around the outlets. Sure. I'm like, 
you need to seriously scrub that place down. You can't just drag a broom across the floor. There is not a vacuum to be seen. In There's not a vacuum in sight. She needs to vacuum the shit out of everything in that place, then get on her hands and knees and start scrubbing the 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 boards that i mean everything Actually, it's submit filthy. submit should because he is young and his her knees you know she could get hurt submit's working seven days a week now submit's a busy boy but she doesn't want him working it she's so that's really creepy how many but she's like you can't, when she hurt herself she's like so you can't work seven days a week in case something happens to me Whoa, well no, Summit should be working seven days a week. He hasn't worked in like three years or something. I think, I think six would be plenty. Mm, he should I have think, a day off. No one th- should work seven days a week, I don't I think. I think he wants to work seven days a week. I think he's very <laughs> happy to work seven days hang a week. Out, hang out with the boys. Du boys, du boys. So really, it's just that's what's going on with those two. And next week, I'm sure it's going to be Christina going on to her mother about, you know, you have to like make a decision here. Are you going to come back to the States? I mean, Kate and I could write it at this point, what's going to happen. We could. I I was glad that she finally had someone in her corner over in India just saying like, hey, Smith, you need to stand up for my mom. And I was really glad she said that. Mm-hmm. And then Summit tells us in the interview, well, she doesn't know my culture, so she can't really come in here and say what I sh- ought to be doing. And, you know, I think there's truth in both things, but also, come on, like Summit, you're not living the traditional lifestyle anyways. So just go to America. I he, They just need to get to America. Like, I, I mean, they want, they I'm sure they have some Bobo agent. There's like one agent that represents everyone on 90 Day Fiance. You know there is. They're getting Angela to strip clubs. If you saw that recently, guys, there was this video about her like stripping at a performance. Like she's going around a pole or something. I mean, there's one manager who is like, Kate, what was that? Remember? Oh, do you remember when we watched, um, guys, this is a flashback. We reviewed um, the world's smallest girl, Jotti, and she had these Bobo managers from like the middle of nowhere in Michigan or something. And they claimed they were Hollywood managers. Yep. Those are the people that are managing everyone on 90 Day Fiance. I was thinking about that while you were talking. I was like, what show is that with those managers? It was Jotti. Yep. so janky oh yes that's who's managing all of these and they're pushing them and if i was their manager i would be saying you move to america we have another show you have another show you have another year's paycheck like just get your shit together and go do it because the thing is they can always move back to india exactly but just like they're like relevant now on tv yes. yeah. so go now live there yes. for a while and if you really want to go back to india you can you can absolutely Come they on. need to they need to listen to us kate I know. We know everything. We do. Pretty. <laughs> I mean, that's just a fair statement. Absolutely. Un... It's just not recognized yet. Um, so I want to, you know how I like to refer to my notes sometimes? I like to yep. just read straight from my notes. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is do the episode. I do the title of the episode, episode number, and then I do the couple's names in bold and underneath I write my notes. And I have Jovi and Yara. Underneath, capital letters, Dick. This episode with Yara and Jovi, I mean, once again, they're stretching this shit out. So they're in Prague, aren't they? Yes, they're in Prague. 
And you just cut to the scene of Jovi and Yara going out for a drink with one of his friends who is ridiculous. He's a dick as well. And he lives in Germany, I believe, but he's an American and Jovi knows him. And Jovi just always seems to put Yara in terrible situations and on the spot all the time. This guy sits down. First of all, he's a guy that doesn't make any eye contact. So we all know what that means. Like (laughs) never trust anyone that can't make eye contact. And he's kind of like up and down and he's not making eye contact with Yara, but just saying deeply offensive, intrusive comments about their relationship. He's like, I know girls like you or something to that effect. And Yara's fantastic. She stands up for herself and speaks up to him. But that lump of a husband is just sat there letting it happen. And this guy's like sucking on this beer being like, well, I just don't think you're good for, or you're, you're doing the right thing for my boy. I, uh, anyone, anyone who goes by a one letter name, he goes by T everyone, the letter T. Yes. Trouble. T trouble. (laughs) One letter trouble. I mean, it, And there's another thing I'd like to point out. There are some things in life that are hard and fast rules. And I would say these are the people you should avoid. People that say when they're talking about their boyfriend, partner, whatever, when they say my man, that's someone you should avoid. (laughs) Second of all, avoid a guy who has a friend that talks about him like my boy. Avoid him. And third of all, if your partner, I was having this conversation last night if your partner is refers to you or you refer to your partner as my queen or my king, he's definitely cheating on you or Run. she's cheating on him. Yeah, They are cheating on you. You do not say things like that. So, you know, I'm really glad that I can give this kind of knowledge to the world on this platform with this podcast. You thought I was talking about 90 Day, but you came and you learned so much, listener. You may be sitting here and thinking, you know, my boyfriend always refers to me as my queen on Instagram. And I notice he's been going out a lot late at night. He's cheating on you. Break up with him. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. We're saving relationships. We're saving. We're doing so much, Kate, for humanity. Or ending relationships. (laughs) Just trust us we're right, is essentially. Because it's too much. It's too much. And this guy, T, of course, has to tell this like cringy story about oh well one time he's from georgia one time we were in uh ukraine and we went to strip clubs and we met up with girls and then they didn't know we were meeting up with their friend these other girls and yara's like how many girls were there like you didn't tell me about because of course jovi has acted like a perfect angel to her like oh well yeah i've only had one girlfriend before you and no other women and and she's like i didn't know about any of this and so T is stirring the pot and um, and then, of course, Jovi brings up the apartment thing because he wants oh. someone else to chime in and be on his side and make her feel bad. Mm. And um, T gives his two cents, which is basically like, that was a bunch of bullshit. And she's like, OK, like and we can all agree she should have brought up the apartment thing earlier. It is just yeah. ridiculous, the whole apartment thing anyway. It's just it stupid. Is. Yeah. But also, it's like, she's not... He's trying to humiliate his wife yes. in front of a man who is already saying some extremely misogynistic um, terms and misogynistic leaning stories. 
to put it lightly and he's a dick um and he's trying to do it just to get his his point of view backed up about a very personal thing in front of her and it it was a very uncomfortable very unlikable moment with jovi it it didn't make any sense and then the icing the icing on the cake is when he goes to her while this guy sat there um he goes so she goes you know next we're going to go on to jump by the way I was going to say who's paying for everything, but Jovi does actually have a really good job. So that's why um, he does have money. But, um, you know, she goes, we're going to go to Germany um, to meet one of her friends who's escaped from the Ukraine, which makes sense. Um, and she, she's basically doing this to check in on her loved ones yeah. after having having escaped Ukraine. So it makes sense. And he's like, oh, OK, well, in front of this guy directly to So can tea come with us? And she's like, um, and he just this tea guy turns around, and just stares at her. And he's like, well... And putting your partner in that position, it it's lunacy. It's so it's so ugly. It's so immature. I, I hate their dynamic because yeah. it is such a common thing you see where it's the guy being like, "Well, I'm just trying to have fun, and you're boring." And mm. so he's putting her on the spot because he does he knows that she doesn't want to come off to his friend as being like ruining the being the one who's ruining the fun, you know, the sourpuss or whatever, and so. He's like, oh, what about that? You know, and I also have that. Remember, one of the things T told the cameras is like, Mm. oh, well, I never thought that Jovi would get involved with a girl like this. And he was my like travel buddy. You can tell what he's saying is like, we would go to different countries and fuck different women. And congratulations. I mean, that he's married now with a kid because now he can't go and, you know, I just, you know, with me. Uh, uh, God knows what's going on in Germany with that dude. God knows. But whatever it is, is the guy is horrible and nasty. And Yara was put in a disgusting situation. So we're, we're going from one couple to a next in this entire show <laughs> where someone is getting verbally abused, getting oh, put in terrible situations. That's why Kate and I are kind of, we are done with Happily Ever After, guys. It is too much. Then we're going to move on to Michael and Angela. And remember the joy we used to have from Angela. Can we go back to the glory days when Angela first talked about she was in Georgia. It was before her daughter was arrested for having sex with a 15 year old boy um, and put in jail for it. Um, you know, she was running around Georgia. She that's true, Kate, by the way. I didn't, didn't know that. Did you not know that? <laughs> no, that's a piece I missed. I okay. thought, I thought I knew everything about Angela's them. daughter. Guys, I will not go into the details because it's extremely graphic, but you can yeah. Google it. Yeah. The daughter had her kids, and she claimed that this young boy was um babysitting her kids in this trailer it's not the daughter that we've seen recently this was a daughter that we did see in the very first season um but we haven't seen her since oh not skyla not skyla no, i was no, no, gonna say her. skyla is so level-headed that it's really shocked me no, okay it's not her. Oh, it was another okay. daughter okay and um apparently this guy was like babysitting her kids and he then went to his mother and said there was some sexual content uh, contact that he did not um he did not consent to and um she claimed it was consensual even though he was underage i say 15 that could be accurate but you have to double check that but he was definitely underage and um she was put in jail for it and i will tell you i read some of the details of what took place in that trailer if you guys want to find out go with caution because i was shocked but anyway she's still in jail i think 
<sighs> and TLC took her out of all the previous episodes after uh, her conviction. Oh yeah. my god, that is yeah. like it's like you. There's the normal viewers who just watch the show, and then mm. there's the people who are willing to go dark. And there's oh, only- I will go there, and we could go there. I you know I was reading um all about the, the Paul and Karini saga <gasps> on Reddit today. She's now uh, fundraising. She's now fundraising for a lawyer to get her kids back. And and she's pregnant by a star, by a guy from The Bachelor or Bachelorette or whatever the fuck those horrible shows and are. He was on I, one episode, by the way, and got eliminated right away. So okay. not that that's... And Paul is now doing OnlyFans with Karini's brother-in-law. Like, I cut you couldn't make this shit up i was tech tagging kate on something kate just wrote back this is fucking bananas like none of it makes sense what's gone on with those two none of them he ruined hey, her life he I did mean, ruin he, her life he groomed her he brought her to yeah. a foreign country he abused her he broke her down to the point where she started acting what i would think is probably out of character from her before she knew him and then framed her as also being an abuser, got her kids taken away. Now he's in her country making only yeah, fan content like, oh, with her family. I mean, uh, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, he's like, he had never left the country. We thought it was insane television when we were watching this guy with like all his luggage going to the fucking Amazon to meet this girl. But there was nothing on what his life is now. He now lives in Brazil. He'd never even left the country before. He now lives in Brazil and is doing sex work with her male family members, which when he claimed he was this straight guy that wanted to get married and have... But look, I will say just to be completely, we have to be, we do not know Karini's side of the story. We do not know what her issues are because there are they are a plenty as well. Right. Um, but both of them together, are her, their lives are horrendous. And for her to go and get pregnant again, she's an idiot. I mean, <sighs> I mean, I, it's I also dark. I What I didn't know, what I found out, I, I find out so much from Reddit, you guys. Um, sure. He wanted to put her birthing their second child on OnlyFans. I'm like, can you get any worse, Paul? Paul. We thought, you know, we look back now in hindsight, and we're going to go on to Angela and Mac, because we, we, we talk with so much affection with original angela the heaving bosom the cell phone when she's running through the airport when she first gets to nigeria to meet mac or the accidental blowjob like all of that were great times yeah. with angela and michael and like with paul and karini when um he was you know when he told her through google translate on the phone that he had been arrested had a restraining order out against him because he burnt down his ex's home he ran into the brazilian jungle while he's doing that the film crew get robbed by a guy with the machete i mean we thought that was crazy she should have ran at that point and i think she, she didn't they break up at that point she was like no and then they no, came back together who knows but she would have was... been better you know what she would have been better off with the guy with the machete that was robbing the film crew <laughs> she would have been better off with him because yeah, this I... guy we're not going to go into that guys yeah. but go and google it all go on reddit read what's going on because and look at the photos but michael and angela there was one 
point, Kate, in, yeah. in this week's episode of Michael and Angela, that I did have a smirk. I did have a little bit of a, there's our girl. We get an opening scene of Angela. She's putting on a mascara and you just see, putting it on with one hand. You see in that other hand, she's got a Marlboro Red. I mean, she has a Marlboro Red going as she's putting her mascara on in the bathroom. And I thought, congratulations. I like that scene and, a lot. And you thought that she quit smoking. I need to make a public apology. Listen, I didn't. It's not that I thought. She, I will clarify. Clarify. It's not that I thought she quit smoking. I was scared that she had because <laughs> we hadn't seen her. In, and like I say, guys, you know, my advice can be a little bit dangerous sometimes. But um, I was worried because we hadn't seen her. And I kept saying to you, I was like, we haven't seen her smoke. She can't have quit. There's no way Angela would quit her Marlboro Reds. And you were like, no, no, no. We saw her smoke. I was like, Kate, we didn't see her smoke. She hasn't. I was just getting worried. But luckily, my worries are now I'm I'm relieved because we see her. She's back with a Marlboro Red. She's all good. Indoors smoking. Of course. Always a treat to see. Yum. So it's you know it's just the same thing that's been going on the past like three episodes she meets with michael she screams at him she demands to see his phone so he did delete his instagram at in this moment sure it's probably back Um, and so she forces him to hand over his phone and she goes through his contacts and she wants to know who all the females are He's like, it's my family. It's my, you know, it's like whatever. Angela. And he comes across this woman and angel or something. Yeah. And he's like, that is my friend from university or high school or whatever it was. And like, that's it. You know, she's my old friend. And Angela's like, well, I'm going to call her. Oh. So she dials up this woman and demands to know how why are you and my husband found mm. and it's like it's so cringy it's and you know we what listen if you <laughs> angela deliberately took michael back and married him after the incident on the beach with the accidental blowjob and i will go back to this case <laughs> i will go back to the accidental blowjob because when you're with a man who you not only find out cheating on you which is terrible but his response was it happened accidentally so i don't know what you do with that what angela decided to do is go okay i'll punish him for a bit but then i'll marry him i would i'd say that wasn't really the best thing to do angela and that's why you are where you are now if your man's getting accidental blowed your man if your (laughs) partner your man if your man my man my man is getting accidental blowjobs, I would say there probably isn't a future. That just just me. Just me. That's what I'd say. I agree. If you find out that if, if his explanation to you is that it was mm. an accident that he got a blowjob sure. and sure. you stay with him after that, sure. anything that happens thereafter is yeah. on you. Like that's on you for staying. Like yes. If he it is honestly you it's know listen to people when they tell you who they are. Exactly. Well, Kate, that was beautiful. That was a lovely piece of advice there, Kate. Well done. I like lots that of lot. advice this episode. Lots of we're we're just changing lives on the daily. <laughs> um, so guys, that's kind of what it was with Michael and Angela. That she's just demeaning him and screaming at him. And what is the end game? What does Angela want? I saw social media recently. They're all loved up and doing duets on TikTok. They're all loved up right now. Right. He's in so, America, right? 
Is he? Oh, I, I think oh, that must be another Reddit piece of information oh, I found. Shit. I think someone, I think someone <gasps> saw him in America. Like I, I think he just comes here and they're together now. And it's like you've, you've got to say that that would be that would I would want to watch him coming to Georgia. Yeah, I mean, if she just she just needs to chill out she because she's she's putting out. this on. I think because she thinks she's being entertaining for the show. I think I think you're right. And she doesn't realize how it's so abusive. It's just coming off abusive and she's just becoming more and more unlikable. Yeah, I think you're right. She doesn't she doesn't get it. Um, But all of these people come to us if you want to know how to make your next career move, because you're only like you say, Kate, they're popular now. Dude, their popularity is going down. They have a window capitalize on this window and kate and i will help you we will take 15 percent, but we will help you guys they will be irrelevant in probably about two two years they'll be if they're lucky yeah yeah yeah. um so we've done smith and jenny we've okay libby and andre i just wrote sorry andre i just wrote underneath alpaca farm that was my (laughs) note (laughs) that was my note for this one well she meets with chuck and this was sad. I mean, he because he talks about he's like, I because he was sick about five years prior and he had different surgeries. He he almost died, mm. he says, um, in his last surgery he had. And so he's like, I did not survive all of that to mm. watch my family crumble apart like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if I was, I mean, she had to have heard that. That's that's mm. powerful. It was powerful. And so she's like, okay, I have to pitch to Andre that we need to like go to therapy with my family. And oh, so. God. Which we know happens because we've seen a preview of them all sat in a therapy room. Mm-hmm. But how many episodes are we going to do this? They are, look, I, und- I the one thing I'm going to give Libby and Andre is um not just because I'm in love with her sister, but because they are at least create manufacturing drama. They they we've seen fights, and I, I you know I applaud that when it comes to reality TV because that's really the pinnacle of where you want to get to. There's been fights. They do have like verbal altercations. The sisters are arguing, but but it they're so desperate for their own spinoff. But there has to be more guys. There has to be because I can't watch just those two going around being like, I can't believe what my sister did. I can't believe what Charlie did. We're not going to speak to them again. And our life is fine now without them. And then Chuck going, I need you all together. I... Come and on, then, move and... it along. Well, and then there, don't forget their their B plot of, are we going to have to move to Moldova? It's like, no, oh, you're not. With a green, with a green we card. Right? We know. all know. We all know that's not going to happen. So, and they're acting like it's a big thing. And it's like, it's not, it's not a thing. I just wish that he wasn't, I would, the thing with me, with Andre is that he's almost likable to me, like almost, but he yells at her. He curses in front of their child and he is so verbally abusive to her on camera that it scares me. And I'm like, how is he off camera? Mm-hmm. And he just he comes so close because sometimes he is a little bit funny. Sometimes he's speaking sometimes. the truth. Yep. But the but... essence of him, I mean, remember how he acted with Chuck when he was just he's he's an arrogant fuck. 
I mean, let's be real. He's remember he was like trying to get in on the business, so he's like smarming up to the father. He's not a pleasant individual. I mean, there are times when there are things that you go, I agree with him, but the point is completely lost in the way he behaves. Yeah, he is unacceptable. He asked for a hundred thousand dollars, like almost immediately after moving here. It's like, okay. It's a lot, but it's you guys, entitled. if you if you want this spinoff where it's just you guys, you're gonna have to really think long and hard. Oh, by the way, the 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 quote, the quote of the episode, I must admit, is when so Libby's you know now pregnant and she sat there with Chuck, her dad, and he goes, "So now that you're pregnant, uh, what's gonna what's gonna happen with your singing career?" And she goes, "Oh, I just um, I think I'm just gonna put that on pause, like Andy mm. put her on pause. Mm. I'm just gonna put that on pause while I um, you know, just have the baby." So, yeah. unfo- but you know what's great though, Kate, because once she has the baby, she's gonna be a year older, so she's gonna be right in that mid thirties point, which is great for a singing career. That's a perfect age to start this. It's even some would say it's even better than thirty eight, and we know thirty eight is a great age for a people on reality shows to start a singing career. So or or modeling or modeling's acting. Good. Yeah, modeling good at thirty eight. Like yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I am waiting with bated breath for her next music Absolutely. video on Instagram. I don't know about Absolutely. everyone else. So I Absolutely. need that. I need that content. It does give me a lot of joy. So but you I'm, can't rush these things, Kate. You no, can't it, rush it. You it's know? art. Yeah, it's it is art. art. So, um, Kim and Usman, Kim Bali. Okay. Oh God. Kim <laughs> oh God. Now, Kim. Kim Bali. This is my favorite. I think. Yeah. Okay. Kim Bali. I am there. I'm deeply attracted to your son. So I'll just put that out there. Um, even though he's been doing, I saw something on. I think on our um Instagram, I did follow him. He because I saw on one of these gossip things of 90 days, he was doing this drunk like Instagram live because, you know, he's had a ton of women hitting him up. I yeah. haven't hit him up yet, but <laughs> don't worry, I will. Um, but, what's his name? Jamal. Jamal, I'm here. Um, but no, he he's obviously had like, you know, a ton of women hitting him up. Oh, so yeah. now he's like deep into social media and his bio has a 90 day fiance in it. Yes. <laughs> He was drunk in Vegas or something. He's just in like this cold corridor in a hotel in Vegas. It's corridors that just lead on for days, endless days in these big hotels in Vegas. And um, he's got a drink in hand. He goes, look, guys, I'm a little bit drunk right now. But, you know, I want to tell you that I'm standing up for my mum. And he's just talking about 90 Day Fiance at like 11 p.m. in a corridor at a hotel in Vegas. And you're like, dude. It just just come to LA. I'll take care of you. Just come here and I'll take care of you. He needs a good manager, and I think you fit the bill for that. Probably. I would be such a good manager. Yeah. And we could have inappropriate relations, and I yes. would make him money, and I'd take part of it. It would you be take, amazing. You'd take him straight to the top. I mean. I would. Yeah. I would. You could at least get him on, like, E within I could the get year. him on E. I could get him on E. And that's big year. time. That's yeah. big time. That's the best. Um, so, Kimbali is um, obviously still with Usman. And they're in Sukoto. And I love the way he says that, Sukoto. That's his um, hometown, uh, Sodja boys. And it's, it's still this first wife, second wife, first wife, second wife, first yeah. wife. So Kim yeah. Kimbali obviously wants to be first wife. She's delusional. His mother hates her. And the mother's like, well, no, I need grandchildren. So I'm going to get you to come and meet my friend. I think it's a cousin or something. And goes in and meets this gorgeous woman but oh. she's 18 years old I didn't wait was... i Did missed you that. not catch that i she's missed 18 that. oh dear okay. yeah 
and um, her legal. name's uh, Faraday, and she's just gorgeous. And it was very interesting insight to see the kind of way it was, you know, kind of when there's arranged marriages and things like that. So it's very interesting that, that both the mothers sit down and then leave them to have a chat. And he's he's so into her, like he is, oh. because she's gorgeous. So he's yeah. there and he's just, what you can see what he's thinking, but you know he's got the camera on him. So he knows Kimbal, he's going to be watching. So he's like, oh shit, I have to like, okay, 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 okay. Um, So he's like, so um, starts talking to her and then it's like, would you basically get to, would you be happy being a second wife? And she said, absolutely no. No, I wouldn't. Not at all. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay, good. But uh, let, let me just take your phone number anyway. I was like, oh. Can I get your number? Can I have it? Can I get it? Oh, my gosh. I loved this scene. If he did not have the cameras there, he would have been laying oh, it on. He would have been laying it on you so, so thick. Because he did I mean, ask, do you know my music? Have you seen yeah. my music videos? And, she's and like, she yeah, has. And she yeah. has. He's like, yeah, I've seen his videos online. Oh, I'll be my there God. for you, girl. Baby girl, Lisa. Which was about his other American ex-wife in her 50s with missing toes. Like, never forget that <laughs> as well. <laughs> never forget the toes or lack never. thereof. Yes. Did you notice that he was like, when he was handing his phone over to her, he said something. He was like, um give me your number so we can speak freely Ooh, like without oh, the camera yeah it's so, so bad can i you... would pay good money to see screenshots Kimbali. of those convos can you imagine can him you being imagine? like yeah i'm just with this old broad yeah, like, exactly exactly oh. we know what you're doing soldier boy so then he kind of leaves and then goes back to Kimbali. And Kimbali's in the hotel drinking instant coffee. I always notice these things. And he comes in and she's under this illusion. And Jamal and I, when we're um in bed naked, we'll talk about it. But I <laughs> oh, Is this sexual harassment? Is this sexual harassment at this point? I guess it would be if I'm doing it to him. If I was talking about this. It's okay. It's all right. It's just an imaginary it's scenario. Fine. It's fine. Um no, <laughs> um, she was you know so she's saying to him how was it and i want someone to say to her she's now conditioned to i'm going to do anything i can to remain having him in my life so i'll just keep saying yes because i need to act cool let's act cool i want to be cool don't be so uncool so she's mm -hmm. lou r.i.p roni um so he's saying well you know she's beautiful and i was waiting for her to go but she didn't she didn't um she's beautiful but yes you know it's just very hard and then she's like i know it's a really hard situation for you uh soja boy like i know and then she sits on his lap and kisses him and i'm just like it, it, what is what does she think is gonna happen i want to on i'd love to sit with her and say what do you think is going to happen in this situation do you think usman is going to whether it's this girl or someone else Get someone to agree to be a second wife. You go back to America. I mean, her visa must be running up or her, or her she has a job, like her ticket must be running out. So she's, or her time. So she needs to go back to San Diego and she thinks that she, oh, of course she's proposed. So the next trip right. is going to be getting married. Yeah. So she'll probably come back to Nigeria. She plans we'll get married. Then I'll get him over to the States. And in that time period, he will have another girl, get her pregnant and um but i'll still be first wife and it will all work out and he'll move to america i mean think this through kimbali think she it doesn't through. she doesn't because she has teenage brain she only thinks of 
the immediate moment of needing, needing his attention, needing his validation. Um, I think when he was gone, she honestly just sat in that chair, bouncing her legs, staring at the door. I mean, she is obsessed. She was was a fan. I always forget that she was a fan of Soldier Boy. She watched him on 90 Day. She watched him with baby girl Lisa. Baby girl Lisa. Where is baby girl Lisa? God, we need we need to do body. yeah wellness check on baby girl Lisa. I need to know. But um, you know, I love that I say things like I'd love to have them on on the show. I realize the amount of shit that we talk about people. No one's ever going to come on our show, Kate. Pauline, the five downloads we have from Squim. Okay, or... guys. Um, we I we're going to bring this up in our Patreon as well, but we will let you in to know something. We on our Patreon, which you can go and sign up, uh, go to our Instagram page, uh, Tender Loving Care Pod. We have the link tree. We have a Patreon that we release every Tuesday. What we are covering is Ninety Day Fiance: The Single Life, and last week, I did, I did say some <laughs> inflammatory comments regarding. Michael's mother, her haircut, lack of makeup, and anger at young women. Now, we publish the potty. We like to go and check our stats. Lo and behold, we see we get downloads from Squidim, Washington. Now, guys, there is not a fucking chance in hell that it wasn't Michael or his mother that listened to us. And I tore her to pieces. And they've downloaded the past episode, like five episodes. We have five. Are you serious? We have five total downloads from there. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. I just saw Squim, and then I like text text Kate manically saying, "Shit, dude, Squim. This means that Michael listened to me tear apart his entire family last." Guys, it look. We speak the truth. We are here to be oh. to be representation for all of you guys. And what you're, Kate? What are you reacting to? Are you looking at our stats? I'm what? looking at the population of that town. It's okay. Eight, it's like 8,200 people. Kate, we're fucked. We're fucked. Kate, we're fucked. <laughs> but you know what? As long, maybe you know what we should start having a disclaimer. I think we're at the level oh, now. Okay. We need to have a disclaimer at the beginning okay. of our show, and it's like. Hi guys, I'll do my best voiceover. Hi guys, please know that everything that will take place in this podcast is purely hyperbolic. I don't know. We have to do something. I mean, the thing about talking about these shows, though, and the people on them, it's like you're signing up to be torn apart. You have to know that now. They have and, to, and it's not like you personally. Well, it is sometimes, but we're being shown a certain thing due to editing. Well, and so we're reacting to that and that's just the way it is yeah i'm sure that his mom has lovely moments sometimes once in a while with possibly with certain with certain people in the past 50 years yeah at some point a couple of times yeah i'm sure she's not Mm. always Mm. such a sourpuss but we're just being shown this edit and we're reacting. So, and it's not, you know, that's, it's it just is what it is. It is, it is we, what it is. Uh, you know, we are, we really are brave. And I would like to just <laughs> talk about how brave we are. We go up against, we speak for the masses, Kate. 
I mean, we're at a point that if anything happens to us, it'll be like we'll be like political prisoners because we are standing up for the belief that everybody has that watches these shit shows of what these people are. And yeah. I'm proud of it. It would actually be a great gift if we got an email from like Oh yeah, know, I was someone. Just don't say lawyers. I hope no, 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 no. From like Michael or something. Being oh, like, actually, hate. this about my mom. Just know, hate. listeners, if we do get feedback, we will tell you about we it. We will be reading it in it'll be a dramatic reconstruction that Kate and I will be. It will be outstanding. So, Mike, write in. Write in, buddy. Write in. Tell us all the nice moments about your mom and her uh, mullet and her oh. mullet. Okay, so back to the show. Back to the show. That's everyone, right? Is that everyone? everyone? Yeah, we've done Kimbali. Oh, because there was because there was no um, Ed and Liz. There was none. Yeah, thank. We needed a break. Yeah. So, guys, we summed up all of these. There's really just not a lot going on. I need something to happen, dude. I need something next week. But it's they're just really I think TLC needs to get a grip. They need to look at this season and think this didn't this isn't working, this didn't work. I need yep. to figure it out. Yeah. Um and that's about it. So guys, we're gonna wrap that up. As I say, you know, remember our schedule. This is coming out to you on a Monday. We have our regular podcast comes out on a Tuesday. We also have our Patreon episode that comes out on a Tuesday where we are reviewing 90 Day Fiance the single life. You can catch yeah. us on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Tender Loving Care Pod twitter tlc potty and email us especially you mike at tender loving care pod at gmail.com tender loving care pod at gmail.com we've got a lot that's going to keep happening we have stuff um one thing in the pipeline we also have some stuff and shifts that's going to happen with our social media we're going to be bigger and better so we have a lot coming up with you guys even though we're not completely enthusiastic about this um this this show at the moment we're going to keep covering it because as you as you know i said we're very very brave courageous human beings and um we will also be looking for another show after this one ends so any suggestions feel free to write into us but apart from that be sure to sign up to our patreon check out our regular show on tuesday and have a fantastic week goodbye everyone thank you for listening we love you goodbye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.